I'm trying to improve myself. How dare you? Yeah, okay. How dare okay. you criticize me? Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> It's the NPCs. It is July 16th, at least for us. You're listening to us on Tuesday, well, 16th, 17th, 18th, 19th, I think the 20th? 20th. We'll say the 20th. We'll say it's the 20th for you guys. It's the 16th for us. I'm probably way off on this. Anyway, I'm Travis. (laughs) Kyle's laughing at me over there as I try to do the math in my head to figure out what day is what. Hi, Kyle. Hello. It's it's also kind of funny because you're holding the cell phone and... There's a calendar on the cell phone. I'm just trying to do the math in my head. I'm just looking at the date. It says 16, 20. Yeah, it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I am right. It is going to be the 20th. Shut up. We're, we're, crip- we're, we're crippled by our own technology. I'm trying not to be crippled by the technology. I'm trying to sur- surpass it. I'm trying to become better. I'm trying to improve myself. How dare you? Yeah, okay. How dare okay. you criticize me for trying to improve myself? That's ah, all right. Oh, okay. We give each other okay. shit anyway. Yeah. It's whatever. Anyway, so yeah, we are back recording at it. We're we're talking about things. We got, I guess, games to talk about. Kyle's got one game to talk about. Oh, yeah. Because Kyle only ever plays one game anymore, and it's an addiction and a struggle. And uh, if you or someone you love has an addiction to video games, call this number. Don't call me. <laughs> yeah, don't don't call Kyle. That's a, that's a bad thing. So, because you've got one game to talk about. Yeah. Let me get through mine really quick then. How about that? That sounds good. Because yours is probably going to... Oh, man, that poor Mass Effect. I swear, dude. As soon as you get through three... Are you going to... like? Forget it. We're going to go with yours first. As soon as you get through Mass Effect, like the, the Legendary Edition, are you going to just go off to play Andromeda? I uh, I don't know. Okay. God, maybe not. Because uh, I, I know it might actually ruin the experience for me. It honestly probably will if you... Uh, yeah, if you are enjoying Mass Effect 1, 2, and 3 so far... Don't go and touch Andromeda. Yeah. Because it, it's so off. Its humor is... It, it's overdoing it. It's almost like watching a Dane Cook special nowadays. Oh, God. That's how bad it is. Yeah. It, it, they, they, really, they really phone it in a little bit too much. So you're better off just waiting until Mass Effect 4 comes out or whatever it is. But anyway, yeah. Mass Effect Legendary Edition. You're still in Mass Effect 2, right? Yes. You have not beaten two. How many hours have you put into two? Uh, 22. 22 and two. Cool. Yeah. Good timing about, on this. About 22, I want to say. Okay. Um, maybe 23. Uh, I it. This is my first trip to the station, uh, the, the criminal station or whatever, you know, where all the, the ruffians and whatnot take ha- habitants every, every few centuries and then they get flushed out, and then someone takes it back over. We call well, that Gary, Indiana. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay, so you're there. Yeah, um, I already dealt with the slums and the infection, so I now have uh, Morden as pa- part of my team, and I like him Yay, as a character. Hey, Morden. Yeah, yes. he's cool. That that witty Solarian attitude just. Like very straightforward, analytical, but 
man, they are autistic, aren't they? I mean, um, like they really like that's their that's their whole race, really, isn't it? Is I don't, that, I don't know if he's autistic so much is that he he's so he's he's in so many directions at the same mm-hmm. time that his his thoughts are sporadic. Yeah, let me go, let know? me go on saying that this is not insulting anybody who is autistic there's no there's no ill will or any ill intent on saying anything about it the mannerisms and voice and tone and delivery of things from morden and of course all the other solarians kind of it's definitely way more analytical and can really expand far enough to sound like they are on the autistic like autism spectrum you know i don't know i i sense a lot of a lot of compassion in him uh i don't know He's a cool character. I I, I really like that, uh, like him so far. Good, uh, very but good. Like I said, I I just barely got him as a character. Of course, you get the one dude right when you get to the station. Don't care for him too much. Some old ass mercenary or something. If I have a choice of anyone to die first, it's gonna be him. Definitely him. Don't like him. <laughs> if you say so. Well, I, I, I don't know. I, I haven't done his, like, you know, personal mission or whatever yet. So I, I, I still have to do that. But um, you get his right off the bat or whatever because he's technically on a mission uh, prior to getting recruited by mm-hmm. the, the um, elusive man. So, um but I, I think I'm just about to the point where I'm going to be able to recruit Archangel. I've already been like, uh, I don't know, I'll, I'll encounter like a room with like a robot or whatever, and I'll disable it or something. I, I don't know. I have to do some hacking. And then uh, Shepard says something like, that'll be something for them later on. And it, it's like, um, what did I just do? I don't know. That sounds so, like a very renegade thing. You might need to be careful. Uh, I'm I'm thinking so because uh, when I talked to a character, I accidentally got like nine or not not nine. It was like uh, three renegade points and nine paragon points at the same time. And I was like, "What did I do to get the renegade points?" Uh, I disabled this robot or did something to it because these guys are trying to kill Archangel and I'm trying to dupe them. So I don't know if that had anything to do with it, but um, yeah, that's that's kind of where I'm at right now. I've done literally every assignment other than I think one right now, um, and it's something that I uncovered when I got to this new station. Okay, um, you, I asked this question several times now. Have you unlocked every? Uh, every supporting character that you can, everybody that you can squat up with. Uh, I think I have three spots still? left, three, three or four spots left. Okay, with uh, with our Archangel missing. Okay, so okay, okay, just had to ask that. Then. Yeah, okay. But overall, though, still, I you're... did I did uh, activate the Krogan. Okay, and I've taken him on part of a mission i don't know i took him on the station and what's the krogan's name again in mass grunt? effect 2 grunt that's it for some reason i was thinking like uh the resident evil character hunk got stuck in my head for some reason and then it was like hulk is definitely not right yeah. and i was trying to remember his name yeah well and that that mission was kind of weird because you go to recruit this uh supposed warlord or whatever and you go talk to him and he's like oh yeah i'm gonna join you whatever Mm-hmm. And you, he's like, you got to go defeat this chick for me. 
And she's like literally in the next room over. All you have to do is take out her and like four guys. And it's like, dude, you're some sort of warlord and you couldn't do that yourself. But uh, whatever. Came back in the room and he committed suicide. I'm like, what? (laughs) I just would imagine it that it's like you just go and knock on a door or the next room and you have to go and shoot this person. It's like, okay, my job's done. You go back and they're dead on the floor. Like, what? How did this transpire in the matter of the yeah. first few seconds here? Wow. Okay. But, yeah, I mean, uh, like I said, literally other every other assignment um, other than one that I picked up on this news station. And then recruit Archangel and do Mercenary Dude's mission and then the main mission. Got it. Yeah. So being at 22 hours, then... I'm guessing you're probably not even anywhere near the halfway point. Are you are you trying to go for somewhat of a completionist run on this as oh, yeah. well, like you did Mass Effect 1? Um, okay. More so than I did Mass Effect 1, because uh, Mass Effect 1, I didn't really visit all the uh, all, all the galaxies and stuff that, that um, were, weren't entirely part of the story, whereas this one... I've hopped um, from sector to sector and scanned every planet individually um, as I kind of go through the galaxy from uh, right to left. Okay. Yeah, so I started at the Citadel and then started at the far right of the, the, uh, well, the Milky Way and came back in towards the center. Okay. And so far, I think I have maybe one or two galaxies that aren't one or one or two systems i should say that aren't um 100 percent. okay yeah well good maybe you are actually getting a little bit just beyond the halfway point then if you are like that so i don't know which which is funny because i Mm. i haven't i've done most of the missions without the scientist which means i haven't had any upgrades until this point and since i got morden it takes me back to the ship well, then I come back on the planet, and I've got all these upgrades all of a sudden. I haven't even gotten into a fight yet since I got all the upgrades. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And there were a ton of them. You know how it stacks the messages mm-hmm. um, on the right-hand side of the screen? Mm-hmm. Uh, I ran around for a good two and a half minutes as they, they peeled away. Wow. I had that many upgrades and crap for, for just recruiting um, Morden. Jesus Christ. Yeah, because you have to have the scientist in order to get into the science bay. And um, you have to be able to get into the science bay and use the equipment in there in order to get the upgrades that you've picked up. Fair enough, then. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. So that was kind of cool. Okay. There must be some things I'm blurring out then on Mass Effect 2. I'm like... I just did it in a really wonky order, honestly. Okay. I mean, everybody has their own play style. Everybody plays a little different. Yeah, well, you know. I I kind of I, I kind of play like some RPGs and some like it it kind of has an open world aspect, and I kind of treat it like such, like Far Cry. Um, I get on the map and I get to right. a point where I just start, you know, I've done spotty things here and there, and then it starts to clear out one section, mm-hmm. and then I go back to that section, and then I just start moving my way in. Right, and that, that's kind of what I've done, I guess. And I, I don't even intend on doing that, but somehow that's how it happened. But I mean, I think for anything like that that has the RPG or kind of 
open world elements to them where you can kind of about like go your own path. You know, you're you're going to end up at the same point no matter what. There is an end game. Right. But you can get there any which way you want. You want to speed through and just do the story stuff, by all means do it. You're missing out on a lot of things that could potentially help you, especially with the Mass Effect games linked to each other for carried over progression. So, yeah, it's always going to be different between people. But, you know, even if you do it wonky, it's still going to get to you to that, you know, that very end point of Mass Effect 2. So, right. you know, you'll get there. Yeah. But otherwise, you are still enjoying it, though, because oh, you've yeah. sunk as much time into it as you have. Okay. Uh, it's been a while since we've recorded. I know you picked up Mario Golf as well, right? I I did. I and, played some of that. And how was that? Because I've been hearing a lot of it, especially the story side of things being like lackluster, at least like it, it just seems overly repetitive. And that if you're not actually playing with somebody, um, I'm not talking like a big group of people, mm-hmm. but even at least just one other person that it can be kind of one of those like, I'll play for 20 minutes and then put it away. I can honestly say I haven't hit that point yet because I haven't put enough time into it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've started the story. I'm probably like level, uh, I want to say like eight or ten right now. Mm-hmm. So not that high. Yeah. Um, I, I, I've i leveled up some of my abilities. But as you level up in the game, um, it does detract from certain other abilities that you'll have to re-level up. So I'm wondering how, because there's also stars next to your name. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm pretty sure that you hit like you know a certain level and then it caps out and you have to go back to one. Hmm. Okay. And then that that's how you're able to just max out your stats as you just keep leveling up and leveling up uh, over the course of the game and using your your me character. So I haven't gotten to play with any of the actual um, like character players yet. Um, I, I've just done the, the story mode and the training. Um, and I, even in the story mode, I, I played the opening, uh, and that, that's like, literally you go hit a bucket of balls and then, um, there, there's some banter between the characters and, um, then you go and you do a couple of rounds of speed golf and I really enjoy the speed golf that that's actually a ton of fun. But so far, I haven't. I I want to say I've only started to do speed golf with other characters. Mm-hmm. I think I've done two full games of speed golf with characters, and then I did the training of speed golf, of course. Um, Are you playing with the Joy-Con separated, like actually doing the motions, or have you been playing? In, no, I've been in playing handheld. in handheld mode okay. at okay. the moment. Um, even even if I were to play, I think on TV mode, I would just play in controller style. Honestly, yeah, I, I, I have the no motion, desire to play motion. Style. I figure the motion thing would probably be more of like the party setting than yeah. it would be playing separately. But I wasn't sure maybe if especially like that, like you were talking about the beginning or the kind of bucket of balls, just practicing if they were having you do anything with the Joy-Con there. But if you're playing in handheld or even in regular docked mode, then it doesn't really matter, I guess. Right, yeah. right. And, you know, it, it, it's not so much necessarily a bucket of balls. I shouldn't, I shouldn't put it like that. It's, it's more like they, they have you do challenge-style games to, to kind of show you, you know, this is how you have to, you know, predict your hit depending on, you know, the, the wind and depending on, you know, the, the distance. And you gotta, you got to think about how much your ball might roll um, where it might land. So 
that, that and then like when it comes to like getting onto the green and stuff it, it was like a game where it was actually point based where the closer you were to the hole you you got more points so it was like 9 or it was like 10 if you got a hole and or you actually scored it in the hole or got like right up next to the hole um 9 just outside that 8 5 and then 3 and then nothing so do you okay so in that but you you had to actually hit a certain score to pass those right do you still count strokes against that or is it just the actual points that you get in those no, like boundaries th- that that was just you know try try and get as close to it like i said it was a teaching type thing so it was trying to get as close to the the hole as possible so helping to score you to, as many points and then get this certain score. Okay, so helping you to learn about kind of like range and power you should put to exactly. be able to get that range. And Okay, I understand the mechanic now and how it's educating you. That's cool. Okay. Um, you didn't pick up, because it's Friday, of course. Uh, today was the Skyward Sword mm-hmm. HD release. Did you pick that one up? Uh, not yet. Not yet. Okay. I was going to on the way home. <laughs> okay. Okay. I did see GameStop had quite a few copies in, or at least, you know, well, they were all display ones. So, you know, ever, I, all, in all honesty, I've been buying all my games at Walmart right now. As much as I dislike Walmart. Um, that's right. Save yourself that 45 to 50 cents over, over regular MSRP. Uh, more like 10 bucks <laughs> oh yeah that's right yeah yeah they, they for some reason they they're able to sell all games like ten dollars under msrp or whatever so that's kind of weird hmm. i don't know they must be eating the cost somewhere well i mean you think about it with what walmart is anyway they're probably making a boatload of money anyway so yeah for them they can i think they can eat that cost yeah i figured so. I'd, I'd probably pick that up and maybe game uh, game builder garage since i haven't yet that's one i'm very curious about it's something that i think the kids would definitely get a kick out of but well and you can just download other people's stuff just like uh dreams which i have a copy of but i've never opened right i just think game builder garage is definitely like nothing against dreams i mean we've had a pretty good discussion about that with preston in the past but I would think like Game Builder Garage especially would be one that's a little bit more entry level, similar to like how oh, kids yeah. learn about like coding through like those code block type tools where you're stacking the the motion and movement pieces together instead of actually typing anything out. Dreams kind of feels like going that next step where you're actually typing out your own code, whereas Game Builder Garage is more of that rudimentary thing, but does allow at least for getting up there into some really crazy right, and kooky things. Right. You know, I've seen some videos on that. So, okay. So you didn't pick up Skyward Sword. I had to ask because I knew it was launch day and I was like, maybe he's getting it, maybe not. Oh, no, I'll get mm-hmm. it. I don't know if I'll open it, but I'll get it. You're hoping that maybe one of these days in the next 30 years you'll be able to auction it oh, off Oh, no, I just haven't been half. opening the, the games that I've been getting to keep track of how much crap that I've been buying and not actually using. <laughs> God, I can't wait for the day that you just get some sort of weird, like, twinge or something or some little tick that just makes you want to unwrap everything. And then your room is just filled to the ceiling with cellophane. Just God, all don't, of those don't wrappings. say that. Yeah. Don't say that. Because, like, uh, both the games that I bought during uh, Prime Day di- didn't open them. Haven't opened them yet. Do you ever think you might have a problem? Uh, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> we talked about the addiction thing. <laughs> Again, if you have an addiction to video games or a loved one you know has an addiction to video games, do not, I repeat, do not call Kyle. 
Yeah. Do or not. do. I mean, they might help encourage some of it, but that's up to you. Yeah, maybe so, we should hang out. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Cool. Get addicts together. I'm sure that's a great idea. Yeah. yeah. Um, we could talk about buy- what are, what the next video game we're going to buy is. As long as it's not a, another Devolver digital game that you already no. own 16 copies of. Yeah, no. I, I definitely need another copy of Enter the Gungeon. <laughs> Swear to God, not going to hear the end of that one either. Uh, anything else, though? I mean, you and I played a couple. Well, we mostly only just played Battlefield 4 together over the last couple weeks. Um, I don't know if we touched any Titanfall. I don't think we touched any. I think, no, we attempted Warzone and just did poorly again, I yeah. think. I know I did solo and just did a crap job there, too. But We played Minecraft. That's right. Yeah. And unfortunately, we did have video of it, but your audio turned out to be absolute yeah. garbage. It sounded like your focus right went just belly up again. Uh, yeah. Which I, I could hear I'm you thinking, fine, but I don't know why the recording did it. However, to be fair, I was using two separate mics, uh, a recording mic and an actual streaming mic. So dipshit. Yeah, no. Uh it's I've I've got it working. It's just for some reason um my focus right has a connection issue. So I'm thinking I do need to replace that, unfortunately. Yeah, you probably should really consider that. Um, but yeah, and of course we learned even with that too because of the second Extinction video that I still have yet to edit together that we really need to record our audio tracks separate from the game itself so that way we can I can especially better edit things. I'm sure I can break the audio away from the video um, – Maybe for when it comes to like voiceover stuff potentially, but I've got to really look closer at. The, I don't uh, think so in MP4. No, but... I think it, I think it's more specific to the video editing software oh, that it yeah. allows you to split that track apart. So, like if I say edit out my video, it removes my video from that section, but doesn't remove the audio. So if I'm talking to you about something and you're off shooting a dinosaur or whatever, it'll show you shooting the dinosaur while I'm still talking about whatever you know without losing that audio. But right. we now know we need to do that. We're, people can obviously probably tell we're not full-time YouTubers and streamers and that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe people have figured it out. Maybe <laughs> not. I don't know. 16 subscribers on YouTube. Who knows? Anyway, um, anything else you've been playing, though? No. Um, I attempted some Minecraft on my own just to get started in my own world. Mm-hmm. Um and the world I spawned in was really, really cool, actually. Nice. Um, I, I I don't know. I'm going to have to, like, try and uh, invite you into this world. It, it's neat. Yeah, do some port forwarding and stuff, and there should be a way to potentially convert it to multiplayer. If anything, you might be able to extract the seed from it. Yeah. And then if you can do that, then you can spin up a, a local server. Or worse, you know, if anything, give it to me, and I'll spin it up on this this bad boy here right know, i right. can host it here yeah no it was, it was just really cool it was like nice literally um there's i i started on this like little mushroom island mm-hmm. and um not that far off in the distance it's like there's these waterfalls of lava but they're on mountains that look like they're half missing it's super cool like they're they're on cliffs that that don't have mountains okay like half the mountains there, but then it's just like another cliff, and it's like an even sharper drop on the other sh- side. It's it's crazy. It's hard to explain. Um, you, you just have to see it. It's really cool. See, and that's what I um, think really the, is like. Making there's it... some I- islands that look like some Jurassic Park style crap in the distance too. 
See, that's one of those things I think makes it worthwhile for the 117 update, especially running a new a new instance. Because what you dropped into, we've like on my home server, we've been mm-hmm. running since like 116, 116 1, I think 116 2. So there's a lot of things that have already been generated in for as far out as we've gone. But you know, I and got us out as far quite as we, a ways. yeah, and I had to get us a ways from my home base on there to make sure that you could at least kind of have an open area that didn't necessarily, you know, uh, detract from anything. But of course, the circumstance behind that is we've already been to the end, we've already been to end cities, you know, we've explored a big like chunk of the nether. So there's a lot that you know it'd be better off for us to have spawned potentially a new map instead. Yeah, but at least. With what you're seeing now, and again, I really like that. I may have to get that seed from you, especially um, even just for local tinkering myself, but is that you're at least getting to experience, you know, brand new, like super fresh. Too. Oh, yeah, no. And and playing on computer, I don't know. It was I, it, it, it was one of those things. It was like an hour before bed, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to hop on Minecraft, and it was just super chill because it was just, you know, other than the first night and, you know, making sure that I didn't have zombies or skeletons walking in my door because I didn't have an actual door constructed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, that that was the only really stressful time. <laughs> yeah, and that, that will happen. I mean, especially as you inadvertently piss off an Enderman. Um, you go into the nether and you've got the hoglins and the piglins or you accidentally hit a zombie pigman. That is one uh, negative thing about the my starting point is there's a, like the I think the second day that I was there, um, two Endermen showed up and they won't leave. As long as they, as long as you don't make eye contact with them, you know you're fine. If you want to get them away from you, I mean you can wait till daytime, but you can also go and get like a bucket of water and just get them to go away because they don't like water. They'll you know they'll push away from water. You know, so you can get them to run away if need be. But if because huh. you're doing it as a single player game and you're not running it as a server, they won't necessarily stick around all the time. Because when you stop a game and then start a game back up, mm. you're um, effectively kind of not necessarily resetting anything, but all those entities are gone. So when the game starts up again, it's respawning those entities, but in different locations, of course. So unless you have like within your spawn area, you know, like say like a farm that has um pigs and and sheep and cows mm-hmm. and and now of course there's goats and um alpacas and that if you had all of those in a farm there nearby i think as long as they're within that area that you stopped playing in um they'll still be there but anything else mm-hmm. of course outside of that area don't i don't know exactly the space of it they'll all just kind of despawn and disappear right so yeah Okay. So, yeah. So, it's like if you go back in, I'm sure they probably won't. They may not be there. It depends, of course, too, you know, what the game decides to do. Java is a finicky bitch. So, right. it might mess with you there. But I'm glad you are getting into Minecraft because we definitely need to play some more. And I honestly think we – I wonder if we almost need to ratchet it up and take a step back in time instead to something like 112 or 114 and play something modded like Sky Factory. What is Sky Factory? I'm not going to talk to you about it right now. I'm going to let you look it up and then you're going to wonder why I'm telling you about it because yeah, maybe I'll show you some videos of it here in a little bit. Interesting. Okay. Let's just say you, I'm going to just, I'm going to start, I'm just going to tell you this part of it and then you can look it up later. The only thing you start with is a tree and a single block of dirt. 
and you are floating in the sky. There is no ground below you. You have to make every single thing from all of that. What? Yeah. What? I'll show you videos later. That doesn't make sense. It's really cool, but I'll show you videos later. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just, 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 just have some faith in me. Trust me. It's really cool. I've played it quite a few times, but I'll show you later. Okay. Anyway, okay. Yeah, that, that's a that's DB, that's diving into modded Minecraft. Anyway, uh, so besides, let's see. Besides Minecraft, um, I think that has been everything that like even you and I have played together. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. You yeah. Know, we're not necessarily neglecting video games. Just. Some of that, some of that battlefield some, got some got rough sometimes, but eh. what are you talking about? I did pretty good. Well, I was doing I got, okay. Every time you spawned on me, no, you died. Well, it was your own fault. That, that that's true. Because I told um, you don't spawn well, on me until the, I tell the, you it's the okay. last time we played prior to that though. Um, that was a nightmare night. Oh yeah, absolutely. It was. Yeah. We were just having. It just seemed like every time we spawned in, we were just always in the worst spot, and it wasn't even that we were spawning on other players. We were spawning at regular points there because all we play is conquest large we don't play any of the other map types because conquest large is just simply massive team deathmatch yeah but yeah it's just us spawning on the points and it just seems like hey cool we're in the game and then bam getting shot in the head or, or being run over by a tank it's just right it's the luck of the draw but compare even as frustrating as that is compared to like Warzone, it's at least better because you don't die go to gulag come back potentially and then if you die then you got to requeue for a whole new game mm-hmm. you know i mean all the battle royales are like that but you're in this much faster and now that everybody's so stoked about battlefield 2042 coming out in a few months you've the the people playing on these servers has jumped exponentially yeah and i feel like maybe that does affect it being not so much faster as it used to be but i don't know maybe that's just me <laughs> I guess of course, it, well, I've I've had to to wait in queue a few quite a few times and it's it gets a little frustrating. Well, I feel like remember, they need to open up more. Well, if you remember when you first reinstalled Battlefield 4 and we started playing it together cuz I was playing it solo for a while there. When you started playing with me um we were having to hit maps that were overseas. Like we weren't hitting local maps because we couldn't get a good player count. We were having to hit stuff in like Germany or England. Um, I mean, how we even had to go up to like Canada to find some stuff that was up there. There right. wasn't really any good U.S. run servers that had enough players on it to make some of these big conquest maps worth it. Right. So we had to go out. But now it's like, take your pick. There's everything everywhere, especially here in the United States. So we get, you know, good ping. Um, no real problems with like a desync issue or anything. Um, map sizes are always pretty, pretty good. Or at least player counts are always really good. So... I don't know, but we tried hardcore last night, which had no no map brought up, which again, I think I should I was gonna bring this up to you last night because it's one of my frustrations about it, but with the map not being there, the mini map, mm-hmm. um, unless you open up your map, you don't know what direction you're facing. Like as soon as this you get in true. there, you don't know which way is north, south, east, or west. I mean, you've got to open up the map and look at it, but because the compass is actually built into the mini map. You don't have anything on your screen. I feel like that's something you should know. Like it, it, it should have like, like a partial, like compass at the top. Mm-hmm. Maybe not as like you know Warzone or or, um, PUBG as as some of the uh com- like upper compasses, but like mm-hmm. you know kind of a 
a more simplistic one that that's definitely uh it fades out a lot sooner than either of those two games. Hmm, okay. So you at least know what direction you're facing. Yeah. You know, know a general coordinate, not not necessarily, you know, I'm at, you know, 30 point blah 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 you know it's like i don't, I don't no, know i don't want that. that it's like when the game tells me there's a sniper due west of your position which fucking way is west yeah <laughs> i'm looking around for a sniper i don't have that mini map i don't have a compass up right now i can't go over the map because i'm gonna die it's like no that doesn't do anything it's like i get it's supposed to be hardcore but it's like there should be at least something in the hud that gives you some sort of yeah. sense of direction like, tell me you know what west west southwest or you know south southwest you know at least you know give me general coordinates you know which way do bullet go yeah <laughs> <sighs> i don't know that that's but that was hardcore i mean that's only one part of it but we don't have i don't to know it was still pretty again. fun it was still pretty fun oh yeah. yeah don't get me wrong i agree it was perfectly fine um i I have no qualms with Battlefield because it seems like we're able to get into stuff really quick and we're able to actually have, you know, some good days and some bad days, but it doesn't feel like a chore to play a game compared to right. some other stuff. So, so there's that. But, uh, well, let's think here. Let's see. What did I play? Oh, my God. What did I play? I did jump into some Counter-Strike on my own for a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly just played Arms Race. So where you start off with one weapon, and as you get X amount of kills, you actually move up to the next weapon. Um, so was doing a lot of that. Was doing pretty good. Working on mm-hmm. trying. I was really focusing on a lot more of the headshots than I was anything else. Just trying to get used to some of the weapons in there again because I do want to play more competitive in there. Mm-hmm. But I'd much rather play competitive with people that I know instead of going in and playing on my own. Even if the full team is a group I don't know, if I had like one or two other people with me, I'd probably play more competitive, like people I actually know and communicate with. Right, right. Um, But yeah, so I did a lot of arms race there. Uh, Warzone, I tried doing some solo stuff. I just basically yeeted myself out of all that. I couldn't take that anymore. (laughs) I really think I'm just about ready to uninstall the game. I think I'm about done with it. Wow. It's... Activision needs to get their shit together and figure out a lot more of the the hacking and cheating stuff in there. Um, it just seems like that part needs to change. I know there are people who are that. much better at that game than I am, but the level of cheaters and hackers in there is just not being addressed. So it's I, and I'm running into them a lot, even for being, you know, not someone who's streaming or anything i'm still running into a lot of it so it's like why why do i even bother i've got other stuff i can do right so i'm probably gonna end up just uninstalling warzone completely so oh, that's eh. fair yeah gives me some storage space back too that's uh, that's true yeah uh let's see i have been playing a lot of forza with the kids as you walked in of course um my kid and i were playing forza horizon 4 there on the series x um, he's been playing a lot of it. I got to admit, I do appreciate all the achievements he's been getting me so far playing that game because he's playing on my profile. So I'll just look at my phone. It's like, oh, I got an achievement. <laughs> Thanks, Ben. I appreciate that. So get the achievement from him. Um, and him and I have been working together through all of those uh, barn find little side mission things where you actually oh, go find like the barn shed, the, the barns. And they haven't been bad. We've 
because the barns all look the same, what you're supposed to be looking for, we've got a better idea now of how to approach it. Mm -hmm. So what he's changed up to now, instead of us like driving around the field or anything or within that perimeter to find it, he's been kind of going towards the center of those areas and then using the drone feature. Um, cause you can actually spawn a little drone to fly around and go take pictures of different things. Oh. So you can use that drone to go like scout around without you driving yourself around. And it's not necessarily faster, but you get a different view of it instead of sitting there in the vehicle. It feels like you right. have a better control to search around for it than you do just driving around in a car, especially if you're driving something that's really freaking fast and you have a hard time trying to slow down, you might just miss things really quick. So it helps with that. Makes sense. Analytical, method, uh, methodical kind of search and exploration to find those. So he's already unlocked, I think, about eight of them so far. Oh, wow. Eight or nine, yeah. I helped him with about two of them, and then the rest have been all on him. And so he's got a good groove down of what he's working on there. Uh, besides Forza, um, haven't had a chance to talk to you about this one actually yet, because it has been a while since we've recorded I did spend some time playing games on game streaming on my phone. Oh, yeah. Since the upgrade of the data center. So, of course, for um, for our audience listening, uh, game streaming, of course, Microsoft's offering for Xbox Game Pass that comes in if you get Game Pass Ultimate, can do streaming of any game in the cloud um, without even owning the game, and can play that basically wherever you're at on your phone, browser, what have you. Um they recently updated, of course, all of the hardware in their data centers to Xbox Series X compatible hardware. So with that, I played two games in particular just to see how they would do. Mm. Um, I played Yakuza Like a Dragon because I have been playing that on Series X. Right. And so my save is in the cloud. So I was able to take that with me in through game streaming, which is cool. Um, and then I also tried out uh, Halo Master Chief Collection, specifically Halo 3 multiplayer. Because nice. after, after the um, Halo Infinite trailer and more of the stuff on multiplayer and that, I was like, man, I should really get back into some Halo multiplayer and try to learn that stuff again. And man, playing Halo 3 multiplayer it has been such a long time. I am terrible oh, man. at Halo 3 multiplayer. It's so fast paced. No, it's not. It's not. Really? No, I felt slow. I think I'm so used to stuff like in Warzone and Apex Legends where it's like you can run really quick and do like the crouch slide. Not being able to do that in Halo 3 like really requires well, no, like, some, just some changes in I, things. I feel like everyone else is playing it at such a fine-tuned you know, rate that for me, it feels like everything's happening so fast. See, that's not even know? it for me. It feels like I, it brings me back to the days of playing Halo 3 on the 360. Hmm. like playing Halo 3 multiplayer. And it just feels like it is so slow, but you do have a whole dedicated base of people playing it now, especially because Master Chief Collection's on PC. But we don't need to really go into that because I'm, I want to focus more on the game streaming side of it anyway, because we already know, I've said this many times, I'm a terrible gamer. I talk about video games all the time, and I'm still shit at it. Um, but with playing on game streaming, though, actually... Um, you can feel the load time being different. Oh, um, yeah. I had some issues with Wi-Fi here in the house. So I'm like, you know what? Screw it. Let's just see what happens when I play on 5G. Um, I hit um, two gigs of data 
usage on my phone playing over 5G pretty freaking quick with game streaming. Oh, I like I was actually it. not I was actually a little shocked that I did as quick, but I'm not surprised with how fast things even like loaded up and got you into that game. Oh, wow. Um, but both games loaded up very quick. Um, I only experienced a tiny bit of latency in Halo. Um, so in Master Chief Collection specifically before I got or as I was in the multiplayer match um, playing on Valhalla what I had found or what I was trying to do is figure out exactly what was the latency like in here, you know, between inputs and that. And you could really, you could sense it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't bad, but you could, you could really tell like, cause as gamers, of course, especially, you know, for as long as we've played for hand eye coordination develops really well, especially when you're playing video games and you're going to notice those different types of, of latencies there. So, and you can feel it. Like you can, as you're playing something over game streaming, you actually notice it. Hmm. And that could have very well been part of my issue with playing, but I'll have to try playing again, like just standalone Master Chief Collection on Series X itself and see if maybe I am just terrible or if it was the latency. I I, I feel like it's probably a little bit of latency too. Uh, Maybe. Um, But Yakuza Like a Dragon wasn't bad. Um, I didn't actually get to try that one before they did the upgrade. Um, I can tell, of course, that so like loading into the game itself from Mm -hmm. selecting the game you want to play in the Game Pass app and for it to get to game streaming itself is much faster than it was. It still brings up like the rocket ship little like loading screen. Right, right. But that is much faster. I I can tell you at least for a fact. I don't know exactly how much faster, but I can tell it is. Oh, wow. Yeah. You if you've played enough stuff on game streaming, you can really feel that difference. Um. But Yakuza Like a Dragon, you can tell, of course, that you're playing something over the internet because playing directly on Series X, those uh-huh. loading screens in between, like, say, going from a cutscene to walking around the streets, uh-huh. um, it's really fast. But on game streaming, you can really feel that kind of delay. And I'm guessing that's more so to the actual just data transfer from the data center to your phone itself. That's uh, like loading that stuff up. So it is it is speedy, but it's definitely not as speedy as playing something locally. Um but even with that said, though, both games loaded up really fast. Uh, both games were playable without much issue. Again, really noticing some of that latency, though, in Master Chief Collection when playing Halo 3 multiplayer. Uh, but it wasn't it really wasn't bad. Um, I think that the upgrade actually was really good. And the fact that I stayed rather stable on 5G is a pretty good sign. Yeah. You know, I'm in the footprint of a five of 5G here. And like the very first 5G tower that they actually put up in our town, I'm in the footprint of that here. So being able to connect to that is one thing. You know, I can't say that for everywhere across town. I might have right. to do some actual testing across town to see what it's like. But at the end of it, it's pretty good. I nice. can't I can't argue with that. But a little bit more in Yakuza, speaking on the actual game bars itself, a little bit more in Yakuza like a dragon. Um, I don't know if the twist specifically was about the going to jail. Mm-hmm. In in regard, like in place of the treasurer of the um, of that Yakuza family itself. Um, so was that the twist you were referring to? Was actually going uh, right not to jail? quite. OK, so I went to jail. I went to jail, went through, you know, all the cutscenes there that deal with jail, got out, um, of course, was not picked up by the by the head of the family there of that particular family uh, was met up or some guy there who used to be a detective or whatever was there to talk to me and um, went to the grave of the person that I quote unquote killed and was cleaning it. 
And of course, as um, the the Yakuza boss is walking by to go towards a grave, um, he doesn't acknowledge me, doesn't say anything to me, even though I call his name out. I have the fight with a couple of his guards. Um, and that was the last place I remember finishing off at least lately. Okay, you're you're just about to the tw- the major okay. twist. Okay, yeah, because he was going to the grave of like some sort of rival faction, I guess, during the chaos that has been like you know being in prison caused um you know there there was some merging and some some diversification of the families and such that had occurred and yeah so i'm slowly still learning about that yeah I'm more like uh, backstabbing but yeah <laughs> yeah you know I, i'm getting that feeling as well uh but on the game front of other things that's been it for me as well like seriously it's that's been that oh, um yeah actually been playing a lot of board games with the kids though too like um especially monopoly with the kids then i know it's funny to say but i mean i i would much rather play monopoly on a console than i would as an actual regular board game um it's more so for like keeping track of like money and the uh property cards right and of course my oldest kid um doesn't like losing and so I have basically made it my um, responsibility to be the banker every single time because I don't need them like slipping themselves a 20 or a 50 here and right. there digging into the bank. So it's like, mm, if I had this in console, there's no way I'm really cheating here. So maybe I need to do that. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see on that. But that's it for games. Yeah. That's it for that's it for games. That's it for what we've been playing the last couple of weeks, honestly. Yeah. So with that, that's it on this episode for this week. Of course, we have a second episode this week, our NPCs discuss. That is our topic episode where we do a deep dive into the topic of, of course, our choice. This week's topic, we're going to be talking about video game preservation and all the fun that happens to go into that. If you're listening, of course, to this podcast, you must like what we're doing. Come on, admit it. It's a guilty pleasure for you. We know you like it. We like it. Come on. If you do, make sure you're subscribed, of course, on your favorite podcast platform of choice. Uh, The best podcast platform actually probably for you to go and check us out on is Pocket Casts. I happen to go looking around at some of the other platforms out there where we are available, and Pocket Casts actually looks like a pretty good one to choose from. So maybe go check us out on there. It's one of the more popular podcasting apps. Otherwise, we are on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and at least 10 others. Of course, check us out on our homepage, acre.fm slash the-npc-podcast, the home of our podcast as well. All the links to all the platforms we're on, all the social media we're on, YouTube, everything is there. Until next time, folks, we'll talk to you later. Laters. Laters.